and Caligon the Black, Smaug the Impenetrable, Durin's Bane, Dragons and Balrogs. While there are many creatures and species within Tolkien's Legendarium, perhaps none are more impressive or more iconic than dragons or Balrogs. Even though throughout Tolkien's stories they make very scarce appearances, they have both cemented their place within fantasy literature. First, we will discuss dragons. Only four dragons are named by Tolkien, although we know there was quite a few more than that. There were a number of different types of dragons, including fire-breathing dragons, cold drakes that could not breathe fire, stone dragons, wingless dragons, and more. During Morgoth's war with the elves in the First Age, he realized that his orc armies alone would not be enough to combat the elves. Through means unknown, he created the first dragon, Glaurung. Glaurung was noted for not only having great physical might, but also a fearful intelligence and a hypnotic gaze. After a century of growing beneath Morgoth's stronghold, Glaurung burst forth against his creator's wishes. Although Glaurung lacked the wings of his descendants, he was still noted as the greatest terror of his time and pushed the elves back. Unfortunately, since he was still growing, his hide was weak, and he was forced to flee by elven archers. Two centuries later, he emerged again, and now, with his full strength, he led an army of Balrogs and Orcs against the enemy, slaying tens of thousands of elves and men. Glaurung continued on to take over an elven stronghold, where he kept a great horde. While attacking a nearby region, Glaurung was ambushed by a man named Turin, who slew the dragon by stabbing him in the belly. In the years to come, Morgoth unleashed more wingless dragons, including the Beast of Gondolin, who carried Balrogs upon its back during the fall of Gondolin. During the final battle of the First Age against Morgoth, it seemed that the Valar were approaching victory. Morgoth then unleashed his greatest force, the Winged Dragons, led by Ancalagon the Black, the greatest of all dragons. And Caligon and the other dragons drove the host of the Valar back, swinging the battle back into Morgoth's favor. However, a half-elf named Iarendil approached with his flying ship, and along with the great eagles, they fought with the dragons. Iarendil specifically dueled with Ancalagon for 24 hours, finally slaying the great beast. It's unclear how exactly Iarendil accomplished this, though he did have the power of a Silmaril with him. Regardless, Ancalagon fell upon the three highest peaks of Middle-earth, breaking them with his massive body. With Ancalagon's fall, Morgoth's resistance was finished, however some dragons managed to escape and survive. Time went on, with the dragons breeding and multiplying in the north of Middle-earth, where they began harassing the Northmen and dwarves. The most notable example is of Smaug attacking the kingdom of Erebor, drawn to its great wealth. Killing many dwarves and forcing them from their home, Smaug remained in Erebor peacefully for nearly two centuries, before a group led by the dwarf Thorin Oakenshield returned to Erebor to reclaim the kingdom. Along with them was a hobbit named Bilbo Baggins, who snuck in and was immediately noticed by Smaug. After deducing Bilbo's intentions, Smaug flies from Erebor in a rage and begins to destroy the nearby settlement of Lake Town before being struck down by a well-placed arrow shot from Bard the Bowman. 
With Smaug's death, Gandalf says that there is not any living dragon capable of melting the rings of power, implying that there are still existing dragons with lesser power. He also states that not even Ancalagon could melt the One Ring. Moving on to Balrogs, these creatures were actually Maiar that had been seduced and corrupted by Melkor during the earliest ages. They are described as being man-shaped, although twice as large, and surrounded by both shadow and flames. They wielded swords and whips, and the leader of the Balrogs used a large axe. There is a hotly debated topic among Tolkien fans on whether or not Balrogs had wings. I won't delve into the topic here, so I'll leave it up to your own personal decision. Early documents from Tolkien imply that there were hundreds of Balrogs, and they were a great part of Morgoth's army. Later on, they were revised, and Tolkien wrote that there were no more than seven Balrogs in existence. Regardless, the leader of the Balrogs was known as Gothmog, who held nearly as much authority as Sauron himself. The Balrog's first appearance in Middle-earth was coming to Morgoth's rescue during his battle with Ungoliant. Their next appearance was at a battle against the elves during the First Age, where Gothmog slew Fëanor, creator of the Silmarils. During the fall of Gondolin, as previously mentioned, the Balrogs rode on the back of the Beast of Gondolin. Gothmog led the assault into the city, and in the center he encountered an elf lord. After a great duel, the two slew each other, and thus ended the life of the Lord of Balrogs. The rest of the Balrogs fought in the War of Wrath at the end of the First Age, although not all died there. The surviving Balrogs fled to the dark caverns of the Earth. The only remaining Balrog of which we have knowledge of is the one known as Durin's Bane. This Balrog fled to the Misty Mountains, taking refuge deep below them and remaining there for many centuries. He earned his title when the dwarves of Khazadum awoke him while they were digging for Mithril. The Balrog drove the dwarves from their kingdom, killing their king, Durin VI. News of this reached the nearby elves, who began referring to the place as Moria, meaning Dark Abyss. Years later, orcs and trolls sent by Sauron to secure the Misty Mountains feared the Balrog, but they had an uneasy alliance with it. Finally, the Fellowship of the Ring traveled through Moria, but were attacked by Durin's bane. Gandalf tried to impede the Balrog, but was instead thrust into a great duel with it throughout the Misty Mountains, finally slain it atop a mountain peak, but dying himself in the process. It is possible that there are other Balrogs still sleeping in dark places in Middle-earth, and as they are all Maiar, it is possible that their spirits outlive death as well. Although Tolkien is perhaps not the first to invent the idea of an intelligent dragon, as that idea goes back to ancient mythology, his creation of Smaug in The Hobbit has definitely played a large role in modern interest in dragons. As for Balrogs, they are perhaps not as iconic as dragons, as Tolkien's limited description of them has not provided as clear an image as dragons. However, the battle between Durin's Bane and Gandalf is perhaps one of the most memorable parts of the entire Lord of the Rings, and is not easily forgotten. Both dragons and Balrogs again show Tolkien's incredible ability of world-building, and that the forces of evil can be fearsome indeed.